but here it is, the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of the hosts for the evening. I'm here with my fellow hosts, Kevin Reynolds. Happy to be here. And Jacob Pretty. Boom shakalaka. Back to the back. Bachelor. Back the to bachelor. back. We are in the week of <laughs> no. Jacob's bachelor party. Oh boy. oh, boy. We are going to Savannah oh, in two days. This F. could very well be our last podcast recording ever. Because, you know, this could be one of those things where if one of us dies on this trip, we're not going to keep recording. I mean, it would just be weird. I mean. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Maybe. It depends on which one of us dies, I guess. You guys can't do this without me. And it's obviously going to be me that dies. I mean, yeah. one of one of us isn't even here tonight, so... Oh, that's right. alive. That's right. Where is he? Playing with dogs and butterflies. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to lie, though. I did, so last week when I, we, we recorded and I recorded at his house, his dog is really freaking adorable, and it is cute to watch him then chase butterflies. So... To, to watch Huff Camp chase butterflies. Right to watch Hove Camp chase butterflies while <laughs> as his you dog sit with his dog in your lap, him. just 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 hanging out, and Hove Camp's frolicking <laughs> trying to catch butterflies, <laughs> <laughs> and Allison's just drinking wine. Uh, so, oh my gosh, I have that that image is so clear in my I know, head. Right, it's a it's I paint a picture with my words of Hove Camp's absurdity. So he's off. Imagine me and you, and you and me. <laughs> That's the song that I hear in the background of that. Yes, so happy totally. together. And he's like, he's doing his weird Hove Camp run where his chest stays in one place, but his legs move. I can't see me love nobody but you for all my life. All right, Flynn, Anyways, Flynn, you were saying? Sorry. That's fantastic. Uh, now that's going to be my head all night of just Hove Excellent. Camp frolicking with that, that song. Um yeah, we're going to play that a lot this weekend, I feel like. We need to cue that I song up it. a lot and see what Hove Camp's reaction is to it. So, tonight I am drinking um, some OKI. Um, I have, on the podcast, drank OKI Reserve. It was their batch one of a bunch of blends. However, this is a single-barrel pick done by the liquor store that I frequent called Depths. Um, it's 113 proof, aged six years. Um, found out a little bit more about OKI, about the brand. Again, it's MGP, made in Indiana, uh, but it's actually uh, bottled at the Bardstown Distillery. So... Um, single barrel it's good it's spicy um very very smooth uh the higher proof stuff i really like so uh, I, it was actually a bottle kill so polished off this bottle of okay nice. for the for the podcast so a nice little healthy pour of it jacob what are you drinking other than beer is that beer that you're drinking i think it was a you know it was a it's a seltzer a seltzer water it wasn't an ah-hi? it does look like a you yes uh uh-huh. 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 It is a green tea and citrus. Uh, La Croix. La Croix. Yeah, La Croix. You are so pretentious. Go ahead. Um, so I am uh, drinking because uh, obviously I'm back in Louisville. And what do I do when I'm in Louisville? I go over and raid my dad's uh, bourbon collection of much nicer bourbons than he realizes that he has. <laughs> it's very funny to me. He So I, I explained to him the concept of display bourbons. 
like bourbons that are, you know, just really nice that you display. He's got this beautiful like glass cabinet to, to put them in. So he's got some display bourbons now, but then he also has some bourbons that are not, that, that should be display bourbons and instead are just on the bar, like open for anyone to drink. Um, so first off, I almost brought, um, my cousin got married this last weekend and my uncle had a, um, uh, cracked open a bottle of Pappy. Um, so I got to try the 15 year old Pappy for the first, is my first taste of Pappy ever in my freaking life. And I'm not going to lie. It lives up to the hype in the sense of it was one of the most delicious bourbons I've ever had. Just very flavorful. Nice. But... I don't think I would ever pay whatever price. Yeah, maybe the fifteen year goes for like two thousand dollars. So I don't think he got it for that. Yeah, uh, I think he got it for less because he has some connections. But it was still quite delicious. And uh, actually, the bottle is sitting in my parents' house with just the little tiny <laughs> bit left for my dad. So, uh, so instead, though, I brought another bottle that he had that was just sitting there. Um, and I asked him about it, and he's like, oh, I don't know. I think I got that for a birthday gift. Anyways, this is uh, Calumet Farms. Mm. Um, the 15? The 15-year-old single rack black. <laughs> the whirl away. That is That's some good nice stuff. stuff. Yeah. That is very good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And again, this was just casually sitting on his bar, like, amongst, you know, uh, Nulu and, like, Maker's Mark. And, I mean, he has a bottle of Eagle Rare there, too. But I was just like, um okay, can, can I borrow this for the podcast tonight? He was like, oh, yeah, are you guys going to share it? And I was like, well, it'll just be me because we record remotely. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, go It's more it. of a show and tell, um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> That's fantastic. Boy, this stuff, super smooth, very flavorful, like freaking delicious. I'm drinking it neat right now. I'm going to pop a rock in it a little later just to see what changes throughout the episode. But this is delicious, so uh, thanks, Chuck Pretty. Shout out. Appreciate it. Love it. Kevin, what are you drinking? I'm drinking something very interesting. I told Flynn that I popped into a liquor store, and I hate it when they do these things, but I fell for it as a sucker. It was a uh, $110. Um, You could buy a bottle of Blanton's, but you had to also buy this bottle, right? So it was $110 for the two bottles, and I thought, fine. I mean, it's more than I want to spend, but fine. Um, And so I got a bottle of Blanton's to stick on the shelf. Um, and then I got this, uh, interesting whiskey called Five Trail, Unbroken Spirit from the Coors Whiskey Company. Uh, Coors is in Coors Light. Um, <laughs> okay. or Miller Coors. Um, it's not, I don't believe it's from, uh, Miller Coors because this is a, uh, blend of uh, American whiskey. They've proofed it with Rocky Mountain water, and it's a harmony of Colorado single malt whiskey and straight bourbons. Bourbons. Um, The Coors Whiskey Company is based out of Bardstown, Kentucky. Um, You know, (laughs) there's a lot of things on this bottle that I don't understand. It's 95 proof. Um, I'm not going to read to you the like essay that's on the back of the bottle about the whiskey. A lot of words. They they should work on their marketing. Yeah, (laughs) there's a lot there. But essentially, they've taken bourbons from 
Indiana and Kentucky, and they've blended them with a Rocky Mountain malted whiskey uh, from Colorado, and then they've proofed it down to 95 proof with uh, Rocky Mountain water. Um, all that to say, it's tasty. Um, it is tasty. It's That's surprising. Um, it doesn't... It's no five malts Woodford, um, so there's not a lot of malty flavors in it at all. Actually, the um, it's really it's pretty clear, which tells me because there's no age statements on it. It tells me it's probably pretty young, but you could tell that the people who put this together know what they're doing about blending whiskeys, and it's it's fine. Um, it's tasty. I like it. It's bourbon. I wouldn't buy it again, um, but uh, I don't know exactly what it was priced at um but if you think blanton's uh, msrp is what around like 88 dollars now something like that um it's probably a 40 dollar or 50 dollar whiskey that they're trying to get off the shelves um the guy at the store had an open bottle of it and he opened and he let me try it and that's why i decided to do it was because i liked it in the store and that's something that liquor stores are starting to do a lot more lately with some of these new things that are coming out is they're going just try it um and when I get to try it, I, I, I would have known not to buy the five malted grain thing from, from Woodford if I'd tried it first. Yeah. Um, but in this case, I tried it and liked it and said, okay, I want that bottle of Blanton's. I'm willing to take a flyer on this. And, and you know, it's good. So anyway, um, Five Trail Coors Whiskey Company Unbroken Spirit Blended American Whiskey with Rocky Mountain Water. Interesting. Win. So I actually um, I, I follow a guy on TikTok that that does whiskey reviews and, and tastings and stuff like that, and um, basically he he did a blind taste test between um, he he had a a barrel proof whiskey that he wanted to proof down to around ninety, um, and he he proofed it down with distilled water and then limestone filtered water, which is what makes our Kentucky water great for bourbon. And he basically said, iron out. Yeah. He basically said that, that the, the limestone filtered water actually did make a difference in the taste between distilled water and that. And so adding Rocky mountain water is an interesting, uh, choice because, uh, why not just use the, the water that is limestone and, and already proven to be good. Marketing? Do you want me to read to you? No, the back I don't. Of this I don't. Film? I really Let's don't. It's just, marketing. It's all. It's, it's all sales sure. and corporate, corporate nonsense. Um, they, I mean, they Coors, say Coors on Hall. the bottle that that it is the that Rocky Mountain water is the purest water in America. Well, yeah, it's better than Louisville's, but well, you can just go to hell. Whoa, whoa. Those are some hot take words. Yeah, it and says it right on the bottle. It, it, I mean, the bottle is always right, right? The bottle is never lying to you. We followed in the footsteps of five generations of the Coors legacy to forge a unique blend of whiskeys. If there's five generations of people that have been producing whiskey under the Coors name, no one's ever heard of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've been producing it just for their family. I don't know that that counts as a legacy. <laughs> Legacy, legacy. What is a legacy? All right, what anyway. are we doing tonight? Nice Hamilton cut. Good, Thank you. good call. Yeah, good, good one. That's very nice. Who lives? Who dies? Who tells your story? 
Is that is that what you're trying mm, to say? Less nice. That was that was a little too obvious. Kevin's was really <laughs> like pointed and and landed. Thank you. Yeah. I'm better at most hey. things than Flynn. He's pretty pointed. <laughs> His hair is pretty pointy. Oh, hold on, hold on. I've got a quick. Can I just give a quick, quick sidebar? The other day, uh, I get a phone call, at, and I can't even remember what I was doing. But I think I was playing. I was doing something, playing piano or something. I get a phone call, and it says Kevin. As Reynolds. you do. And I was like, "What is this?" So I was like, "Okay," uh, and I I was finishing up, and then I like call call kevin back and i'm like dr reynolds what can i do you for and i i thought like you were calling me like as some kind of hey you know need to chat about like i don't know fantasy football or something friendship else. stuff and then it was in the middle of the right. day yeah and then it was an <laughs> actual have I ever like done that i don't know i don't know what i was thinking <laughs> just call but it was an actual job you thing. were in the middle of the day <laughs> yeah Okay. Well, I just, I just felt, I was like, oh, like as soon as I heard like on speaker with like other people in the room, I was like, oh, this is like a legit thing. Sorry. Uh, yes. Yeah. That, that, and I immediately was then like, well, okay. I, uh, need to keep my, keep it straight when my friends are all working. Cause they all work normal jobs and I don't, I guess. This is the best story I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, it had no, and then it had no I beginning nor did it have an <laughs> Nope. <laughs> okay, Emily Bayer over here. Tonight, what are we doing? <laughs> you're the one that wants to introduce it. Go ahead. Oh, you're right. <laughs> but I don't okay. know if I trust so, you. So, Kevin, what are we doing tonight? We're going to do a This Podcast is Rank. And, uh, Pretty, what is the theme? This podcast is Rank. Ew. So, if you recall, uh, a couple months ago, which... Um, is actually only a couple weeks in terms of how late oh we're God. releasing the episode. Potatoes. Of the we're doing potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I was building up to that. I know. I went You've to Malta and had delicious Maltese potatoes. <laughs> so we're ranking potatoes. We're not ranking types of potatoes because that would just be asinine. We're instead ranking ways in which one can pre- prepare a potato. Potatoes, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Potatoes. Whoa, don't spoil it. All right. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's the number one. I guess people, people uh, might not have thought about the different ways to potato. We're going. We're going to just talk about off it. the top of my head. I came up with a list of eighteen ways to prepare a potato that I'd be okay being on this list. So I struggled to get to nine ways. Wow. Um, because I'm not so sure I'm the biggest. You know, potato fan. I, I could go months without potatoes um, and be fine with it. All right. So, um, see, so quick clarification. One. Quick clarification. Um, yeah. I'm going to be a little bit more specific than others might be. And so this might be a situation where, you know, when Hove can't put up just penguins, we, we said, well, I need you to differentiate the different types of penguins because there's different types of, say, French fries that are much better than others. And so French fries, in my opinion, can't just be on the list as French fries because there are, we could probably do a top 10 of French fries. So I think we so need we to differentiate should do a top a 10 of bit. French fries. I don't agree with your premise. I did list French fries on my list and felt like the waffle fry, the curly fry, the shoestring fry, these are all French fries, and that's one way to do potatoes. Um, you could convince me that you could convince them. me that wedges and, and French fries are different because I think they are. But beyond that, I don't think you should go that specific. 
I think we'll come up with a better list if you're Digger, more what, general. What do you than think? That. I is think this, this is this an the... eggs situation or is it a penguins situation? This is a ranking. Eggs. This is eggs. 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 eggs yeah. Absolutely. This okay. is a ranking in which. Well, okay, but no, no, no. This is a ranking in which I have done the least preparation and yet feel the most prepared for. Yeah, great. The potatoes are awesome. So the order, the order is going yeah, to be in terms of people who look most like a potato. So Flynn's oh, going to go first. Uh, Pretty can go second, and I'll go third. Okay. Why are you third? Because <laughs> I look less like a potato than you two. I don't know. You looked like a potato mm. when you were on the news. <laughs> I looked tubby on the news. <laughs> I don't think I looked potato-esque. Salt and pepper, a potato, yeah. Um, okay, but I'll go first, fine. Uh, don't argue with me. <laughs> thank you for letting me go first, I guess. Hubcamp's not here, so I'll take notes. Okay. Uh, okay, sounds good. Just a v- point. Uh, everybody has a veto, everybody has a challenge. You can take a shot of something gross for an extra challenge, because it's the only three of us on with the podcast. Uh, yep, cool. So... The number one potato of all time is the mashed potato. It is a staple of any home cook hearty meal. It can be cheesy, it can be buttery, it can be whipped, it can be smooth, it could be chunky, it could be, you know, skins left on. The mashed potato is as versatile as even the the humble french fry in my opinion, but better. And so the mashed potato, you grow up on them they're a staple of your diet, mashed potatoes. I I appreciate that f- very heartfelt sentiment about mashed potatoes, but I don't think it was necessary. It's obvious mashed potatoes number one. When I made my list, I said I got to nine very easily, and Kristen was leaning over watching me, having no idea we were recording tonight. She thought I was just writing down types of potatoes. As and, you do. Um, <laughs> just, and, that's what marriage is, Jacob, by the way. Just listing potatoes. Get so ready. <laughs> um, she was like, is this keto? Um, and then uh, and then here's what happened. She said the word, what about mashed? Because they weren't on my list of the top nine because mashed potatoes are trash. So veto. Moving oh, on. my God. Whoa. Wait, really? Absolutely. I could never have mashed potatoes again the rest of my life, and I'd be totally fine with it. I only eat them now at, like, banquet dinners that I have to go to because it's the, it's the starch and it's my job. Um, but I There don't, will be retaliation for this. I will never choose to have mashed potatoes over every other single Thank kind of potatoes. No. They're, just, they're no. just fine, but I don't want I mean, them. I will make you a great is... mashed potato someday, and you're going to change I've your I've had mind. great mashed potatoes. Mm. I've had lots of great mashed potatoes. I agree with you. Skins on are great. A little garlic in them. Whipped is always gross to me, but I'm fine with mashed potatoes. I just don't think they're good. Okay. Well, uh, this is really gonna this is really gonna piss you off, Kevin, because uh, then I'm gonna put up what the number two way to prepare a potato, uh, which is taking the mashed potato and making it even better, combining it with another way. I'm doing twice baked potatoes. That's gross. That is gross. It's so good. That cannot Twice be baked number potatoes one. Are so good. Let's be we, real. We should. It's not on my eighteen that I listed out, but I mean, this is retaliatory, and I feel like <laughs> Huffcamp should be here so he can veto this. Twice baked potatoes would. are great. This uh, is Twice baked potatoes this is are absurd. so good. Do you want to challenge Kevin? No, I won't win. But this is. I am you so could angry win. already. You just have to convince me, an agent of chaos. 
Twice baked potatoes are so good though. Because it's like the best parts of a mashed potato and the best parts of a baked potato. I, I want to challenge. I I have so many. All right, fine. I'll give a challenge. Screw it. Let's do it. Flynn, uh, I would challenge twice baked potatoes with the original uh, steak and potatoes, one baked potato. There was no, absolutely no way you were going to win with baked potato. <laughs> like, like baked potato, That's like I don't think should make way. this list. No, no. I mean, get out of here with baked potato. <laughs> just no, it should not make this list. Like baked potatoes are the most boring way. You can just put it in the microwave. Or just put a random potato in a microwave and eat it. That's how you cook That's it. That's not a baked no, potato. There, first there's of all. no skill. There's no taste. It's not good. Baked potatoes. Like a loaded baked potato. Yeah, is, that's is... fine. But that the way of preparing the potato sh- should not have to have bacon and cheese and sour cream on it to make it edible. And I can eat a b- twice-baked potato just plain. I cannot just eat a baked potato plain. You have to add a bunch of other stuff to make it good. And that's not the, the way I'm looking at this. I'm going to sit here brooding for the rest of this list because I'm taking myself out of this process. I will no longer care about this. This is the <laughs> dumbest shit we've ever done. I am so angry right now, no, we haven't but I'm not going to choose to get angry. No, this is so next. dumb. I'm calling Hovcamp right now. I'm telling him he has to come on. I need him. Dear Hovcamp, get on the podcast. You're up next. Uh, twice baked you. potatoes, number one. You can put up baked potato at number two if you really wanted to. No, for me, the number one overall potato is French fry. That's just so clear and obvious. It was the you first thing I wrote down. You should have. I, I actually would have sided with you if you said french fry at number one but you chose baked potato you didn't I can't even predict stick to your, your guns chaos flynn okay you're ridiculous you're a chaos stick monster to your guns this is so stupid twice <laughs> baked it's in have you ever baked. had twice baked potatoes have you ever yes, had twice baked potatoes? i have had twice baked potatoes my wife makes them she likes them i'm whatever oh french my god i gotta i two. gotta hit up i gotta hit up Kristen then because i love twice baked potatoes like refried beans. No, you're just frying them. Uh, which I love beans. refried beans. Of course I you literally would. Go eat have ten tacos of, of them. <laughs> Thank you. Did that last week. I'm good. Uh, number so three. Angry. I'm up with number three. It, the, the top two are twice baked potatoes and french fries. Now we can get to mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Do you want to take a shot so no, that you Flynn, can shut up. challenge Shut up. It? Shut up. Shut That's up. our Don't rules. I'm just asking Don't talk to me the rest of the podcast. I'm just asking I'm, Rhett. I'm, just I'm talking asking to Pretty, and I'm talking to the listeners. I'm not talking to the rest of the podcast. Don't talk to me. It's not even my fault. Look, look somewhere else. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. Mashed taters. Jacob, you are up. Dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Number four, the number four way of preparing potatoes is none other than the hash brown. Which, of course, we've established means shredded hash browns. Mashed onto a griddle. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Kristen was trying so to convince me crunchy, tonight but that also soft. there's a difference between home fries and cubed hash browns, and I was having none of it. No. no. I was like, cubed, go away. Cubed hash browns do not exist. Those are yeah, home fries. Those are home fries. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm Which, with you. Home fries, I'm also okay with, no. but I they are far far inferior to hash browns. I, I I have said my piece. If you need to listen to it, go back to like episode one or two. But 
I'm okay if you like home fries. I don't, but I'm okay if you do, as long as you don't call them hash browns. And I'm really not okay if I order hash browns and get home fries, because that was false advertising. Yeah. Inappropriate. I will say, Rhode Island, a lot of diners, and they very clearly distinguish when you're going to get potatoes, like home fried potatoes, and when you're going to get hash browns. And I love it. It's great. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do hash browns uh, cousin um, at number five, which is the tater tot. Oh, yeah. Obvi. Obvi. I'm tater cool tots. Tater tots, I, I in my opinion. Times, Go ahead, Jacob. I was just going to say, I will many times take a tater tot and pay up for a tater tot over french fries. So when you, get the, when you get the hash brown at McDonald's, it really is actually more like a potato it's a, cake. It's a and large it's tater a tot. It's a little bit more like a large tater tot. Yeah. Yes, um, it's a large flattened tater tot. Because they're, they're basically the same thing, but they're obviously in every way not. So that's why I call them cousins. Now, um, soggy, not crisp tater tots are awful. But crispy, crunchy, well-cooked tater tots are phenomenal. It's it's one of those foods yes. that can that can sway so widely between great and awful but when they're great they're great so i'm there jacob this um, is i have a yo favor yes could you uh inform Do you want me to relay the a message tub of lard that is um our counterpart that we're obviously <laughs> talking about all of these things in their best possible form i mean yeah there's nothing worse than soggy undercooked french fries or uh, a twice baked potato and so we let him know we, we don't actually need to to have him clarify these statements we don't we don't need it if you just let him know uh, that yeah flynn we don't need qualifiers obviously tater tots are amazing okay and we'll all right well i'm amazing. up next and i'm going to choose yes you are i'm going to choose what are we at best is this number six possibly cooked yeah i think it's number six what's our top five kevin Oh, uh, Kevin, what is our top five? Oh, the top five are twice-baked bull uh, <laughs> french fries, mashed potatoes, hash browns, and tots. The cool. tater the tater kind. Okay. So number six <laughs> is the best possibly cooked, best seasoned, hot and fresh, what could be called hash browns, but they're called home fries. Number six are home fries. Mm. Number six, home fries. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting another bottle. The of issue whiskey. is, <laughs> yeah. And the issue is, is I I do need Kevin here for for me to to move forward with this next bit. Um, I'm out of moonshine. <laughs> um, okay, that's not oh. true. I actually have some in my desk at work, but I don't. <laughs> but I'm out of moonshine at my house, so I'm gonna drink the uh, the campfire. <laughs> Ew. Smoked whiskey. Okay, yeah, is my I tried gross that at your stuff. house. It was bad. It was bad. It's real bad. <laughs> okay. It's real bad. I'm cool. gonna take my shot I mean, so I, I can have my second challenge. Okay. Are you gonna I, veto? I, I I was no, I wasn't gonna veto. I was gonna challenge. No, I'm doing this. Okay. <laughs> we we yeah, both have all good. of our stuff. It's <laughs> like campfire. Mm. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. All right. Um, pretty. Look yes. at me. Look at yep. me. Look at me. Look yep. at me in the yep. eyes. Look at me. I'm serious right now. Would you Super rather serious. sit down to a meal and have a cubed potato, which is obviously of its meal type, right? Of breakfast potatoes is inferior to something already on the list. Yeah. Okay. 
Or yep. would you rather have the best potato version of a pasta dish with gnocchi? Um, a thousand percent gnocchi. Thank you. All right. Like, no, not even questions. Like, home fries, I'm, again, okay with. I but don't care about gnocchi? home fries. That was a ploy for Kevin to take a shot because he called me fat. So, <laughs> um, so I, I do want to chime in. I've on not called gnocchi. anyone fat tonight. I want to make that very clear. Um, <laughs> so I want to talk about gnocchi because Great. I recently discovered it, as in recently within the last like three years, four years. Like Christopher and Columbus I was discovered like, it. Well, yeah. No, he didn't discover anything. Exactly. You didn't discover <laughs> <Anyways>. gnocchi. <laughs> okay. I learned of gnocchi, and it is delicious, and I love it. End of story. Moving on. It's me, right? Gnocchi is number six, yeah? Sir. <laughs> yes. Great. Gnocchi is number, number six seven, in Number seven, I'm going with uh, one of my favorite dishes. I kind of wish I was having this uh, instead of the other delicious thing that I'm having in a bowl, and I'm going with potato soup. Potato soup? Potato soup. Oh, my God. I can't do anything about it. Potato soup is delicious. I don't, I don't delicious. agree with it, but I can't do anything about it. Potato soup is delicious. My it's wife's, so one good. One of my wife's favorite things in the world is the loaded baked potato soup from Panera. Um, oh, that's a little too rich all right, for me. I'm challenging. Do, do I'm going to challenge with scalloped potatoes. Cheesy hmm. potato bake. Really? You're making a face that says you don't like scalloped like, potatoes? Well, okay, you chose the wrong potato bake. Potatoes al gratin is better than okay. scalloped potatoes. Okay, cheesy, buttery Fair. potatoes. Like, that's what I'm going for. Scalloped potatoes versus potatoes al gratin, those are, like, basically the same thing to me. Pretty mm, entirely Can you tell different. Flynn that there uh, is a very big difference between two absolutely defined dishes that are prepared completely differently? <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to Google it. Uh, Flynn, Flynn, they are very different Hold because... On. For for my wedding, the caterer is like, would you like potatoes al gratin or scalloped potatoes? Hold on. And you chose correctly. <laughs> well, we're not doing potatoes al gratin. Damn, okay. that's fine. They look basically the same. But they're not. They're very different. Fine, make it potatoes al gratin. I mean, they're, they're interchangeable to me. And so if that's the one you want to put up on this list... I don't care what you call them. It's cheesy, creamy potatoes that are layered and baked. That's what I'm going for. No, it's soup. Soup is number seven, and Flynn's lost his challenge. Number eight is chips. Potato chips. (laughs) (laughs) My last potato chips. (laughs) Jacob, do you want to do anything? Um, nah, soup's up here. This is eggs, not penguins. There's lots of different types of potato chips. Lots of potato chips. Sour cream and onion. We we could probably rank different types of french fries and different types of potato chips. Kettle cook. Thus far, far we're hitting all of my top ten. So I'm I'm good. Potato chips is great. It was, potato chips was like number ten. And I thought, oh, haha, that'd be funny. But but yeah, potato chips at number eight. That's cool. I had it at five. (laughs) All right, I'm up. Uh, yep, and it's nice. gonna be potatoes al gratin or whatever the hell you all want to call them. <laughs> challenge um, again. Cha- take a shot and challenge again, pretty. I or just veto I it if you want. It at all. Oh, veto it. I, I haven't challenged at all. Flynn challenged me. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm vetoing. Perfect. 
And now and you're back instead up. of instead of potatoes al gratin, I'm putting the superior version of cheesy potato bake, which is J Town potatoes, which is a recipe that it's. Let me explain it. No, you you cut the potatoes into thin thin waves slices, right? You put butter, you put whatever cheese, you toss it all together in an aluminum foil bake that you then stick in the coals of a campfire. J Town potatoes. Oh my god. You just challenged like, with the. Uh, is it I like vetoed. I, yeah, I googled. I didn't want to put. I googled J Town potatoes, and nothing came up. <laughs> yeah, it's Google it's a very specific. No. It's a Gina Pretty recipe. Uh, there's a that's there's basically a, there's an article called "I'd Hit That at Beach Potatoes." Yeah, no, no, they're definitely it's I mean, basically cool potatoes out but but on a campfire. Oh my god, it's a weird. Shout Cats out. yelling about potatoes out gratin from the other room. Can it just be potatoes Look, au gratin? Yeah. Yeah, I vetoed potatoes au gratin to put up potatoes au gratin, but calling them J-Town potatoes, because that's what they are. I hate you so much. Just challenged, Flynn. I, I talked to you at this moment specifically so that you and can... And you're not going to like... You're not going to go my way regardless. So fine, J-Town potatoes. <laughs> I mean, it is potatoes au gratin. It's just called J-Town potatoes instead. Ridiculous. A veto so that did. So at... 10. No, it's not. It's a better use than what you do of hanging on and having two at the end. Go ahead, Kevin. At 10, I'm somehow in this difficult position between Jack Johnson's favorite potato pancakes. Uh, no, he likes banana pancakes. Nobody likes potato pancakes. I'm somehow torn between roasted red potatoes. Yeah. He does not. Baked he potatoes. definitely doesn't have a song about potato, potato pancakes. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Potato pancakes. That would be such a better song. <laughs> Early I mean, in eats, the morning, making potato pancakes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Kevin, uh, I want some potato pancakes this weekend, man. You got to give me some potato pancakes. If you think I'm treating you differently because it's your bachelor party, you're going to be mistaken. All right. So I'm somehow torn between baked potatoes not being on this list, roasted red potatoes, which I do think is a very specific dish. But I don't think we can look at ourselves in the mirror after this if we haven't chosen potato skins at number 10. (laughs) Uh, Bring her to the mic. Bring her to the mic. Bring her to the mic. Cat to the mic. Yeah, cat, to the mic. Cat, cat, has a, mic. cat has opinions that need to be stated. To the mic. To the mic. I need you closer to the mic. I need you to I'm explain just all of it. I'm mad that you are claiming that J Town potatoes are potatoes au gratin because they are not at all. Potatoes Do you au still want to marry are the him? fanciest, most beautiful thing ever. And J Town potatoes, no offense, can be done in a campfire. And it's That's not the, the same point. Thing. That's the point. No, it is not the same thing. Have you looked up a recipe of potatoes au gratin? Yeah. It's the same and thing. And then as what you descri- no. Do you no. still want to marry him? I mean, I'm kind of furious. <laughs> <laughs> same. Same. She, she's only hearing Jacob's side of the conversation the whole time, which is hilarious to me. Cat, well, that's toppy, usually cat, how the podcast cat, Top of your head. What is the best type of way to prepare potato? Top of your head. Well, I think twice baked potato is good, but sure. honestly, I yes. just like screw you, Kevin. I just like cutting up a potato, throwing some olive oil and seasoning, and put it in the air fryer. Yeah, that's wrong. good too. Yes, you'd call that a air fried potato. As Thanks for joining the podcast. Potato. You can go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> Second is au gratin potatoes. Dear God. <laughs> potato skins at 10. Potato Kevin, skins? I was absolutely so ready to veto you and put potato skins at 10. I know you love potato skins. I um, really don't want to I... leave this without of with with holding on to my veto. But you love potato skins. I do. I like potato skins. It's and it's either potato skins or the Hasselback potato and uh yeah, I'm not going to do anything. Jacob, challenge. Hmm. A challenge with latkes, which are potato pancakes <laughs> but more delicious. <laughs> latkes? Yeah. And it's up to oh, me. Oh, man. I yeah, want your 30 you. seconds. I want your 30 seconds each. Um, I like this power. I, what can I say? It's the best appetizer at B-dubs? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you focus on the positives of potato skins instead? Have you ever been sitting in with your family... At a TGI Fridays. Okay, I'm gonna stop Friday you there. Night. I'm gonna stop you there. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Lotkiz. Um, what? <laughs> yes. What? Yeah. Lotkiz yeah. are so you good. Can't start you your conversation with, oh. with "Have you ever been sitting there at a TGI Fridays?" <laughs> like that's not like how the... any good argument ever starts. <laughs> it's the potato skin capital of the world. I understand that. It, it is true. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> You can't start your argument with a hypothetical of, have you ever been sitting at a TGI Fridays? No, no. Move on. Lotka's number 10. All right. Great. Recap our I list, I think that's Kevin. excellent. Hey, really well done. Look, I, Kevin, my aunt makes some delicious latkes, so I'll, I'll get some from her and have you have them. I don't even delicious. like potato skins. I've never ordered them once in my life. <laughs> I just think people like them. I just don't like potatoes that much. I was pretty much done after chips. <laughs> Here's the things. The, the number one best potato potato preparation of all time, according to Cat and also these douchebags, is twice baked potatoes. Number two, appropriately, should have been one is French fries. Mashed potatoes is some garbage at number three, followed by hash browns, which we mean hash browns, and then tater tots. Six through ten gets a little more complicated as we go to gnocchi. Um, the potato pasta dish uh, of Italian culture. Delicious. And I believe Sicilian heritage. And mm -hmm. potato soup. Potato soup at seven. Uh, before we got... <laughs> before we got... Uh, baked potatoes didn't make the list, but potato soup did, <laughs> as did potato chips. Um, then... Then... Um, J-Town Potatoes, which no one's <laughs> ever heard of, um, which we're just going to go ahead and call Potatoes Al Gratin. Um, and then, hilariously, Latkes is 10, the, the, which is basically potato pancakes, which has nothing at all to do with Jack Johnson. And this has been, this podcast is rank... Potato edition. Potato edition. <laughs> Nicely done. Honestly, I think that was one of our best. It one was. One of our best yet. I, I, I see no faults in what we decided to rank. And here's my, I here's could, my problem. I could only at imagine Hovecamp would have made that worse. 18 minutes ago, I texted Hovecamp, I need you, and he hasn't responded. <laughs> at all. Damn. Uh, he did say specifically he was going to take some R&R &R this week. Um, From me? 
I don't know. I think from us in general, because he really about needed to, some like, rest be and relaxation like, before non-stop. he goes on vacation for your bachelor party. That's true. Yeah. 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 That's fine. One's got to stay in like a Motel Six or something, so it's probably not. Well, listen, that much I, I canceled or... the Motel Six when Jacob thought it was a joke that I booked it, and it's okay. All uh, the girls hey, are staying in a beachside resort house. We're in the Motel I was, Six. I was okay. I was actually excited about that because I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's right in it's, the middle it, of the well, bar. It didn't seem like you were excited when you called me and you were like, this is a joke, right? And I was like, it's not, uh, but I'll I'll change it. So we have a we have a better place now. Um, it's not beachside. <laughs> we're, we're in a, the bachelor party is in a better place. It's dead. <laughs> yeah, we're actually not going. Um, you're you're just gonna drive to Savannah and be like, surprise! No one, no one else came. Surprise! Actually, you know, <laughs> that, would, that would be fitting. That would. That would be took off the oh, last yeah. two days of work this week, and one of, one of our team members came to me today and was like, "Are you excited for the game?" And I was like, what? And they, were, they assumed I was flying to New York City for the weekend <laughs> to watch the New York Jets play the Cincinnati Bengals, um, which I would I would do, uh, but I'm not. Oh, I'm going to go. To they were like, Flynn and Kevin are both that. out. They're probably going to the Bengals-Jets game. <laughs> yeah, which is a fair question. So Yeah. That brings us to our last segment of the night. Uh, we have some listener questions. Listener questions. Listener, listener question, whatever what that you drop eating? is. Now. Glenn, yeah, you what said are you that eating? at the exact same exact same pitch that yeah, you did because before. I'm the one that said, what are you eating? Um, it's like a hearty beef and vegetable soup. It should be potato soup. Well, there are chunks of potato in it. You're the only person that I could I could ask at 10.05 p.m., <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating? And you would say a hearty beef and vegetable stew. <laughs> like, like, well... <laughs> In to fairness. be fair, he woke up at twelve thirty today. So actually, no. This morning, I no. I was Jacob up at 7 Jacob goes to bed the latest of any of us and gets up earlier. Like he he functions on four hours of sleep regularly, and I don't understand because I cannot. Maybe that's what's wrong with you. Probably. Hovecamp did say that to me one time, and I couldn't tell if he was meaning it as a compliment or like he was concerned because he said, "I don't know how you function on as little sleep as you do." Yeah, I don't either. I, oh. I really don't. So let's get into our our listener questions, um, and 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 I, I call them listener questions because I posted uh, my annual call to my network of friends um, to help me come up with speech topics for my impromptu speech in my speech class that I'm teaching, and uh, it's 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 fun for me because I show up to class. And the students don't know it's speech day. And I say, surprise, it's speech day. And here's your random topic that my friends commented on Facebook about. And so we got about, I got about 150 responses. And some of the people that responded listen to the podcast. And so these are listener questions. Um, And so we're going to answer some of those questions that those people posted uh, and uh, some of the random topics that the students had to... uh, to give a speech on. Uh, my favorite was probably the um, mid-30s retired military veteran that um, he picked his speech topic out and just looks at me stone-faced. He goes, popsicles? Really? <laughs> and so he had to give a speech on popsicles. Uh, and another student called him Popsicle Boy, which I'm now going to call him the rest of the semester. Um, so, so good things have come out of this. So 
we're going to go through these. Uh, we can we can discuss them as short or as as long as we need to. Uh, but we have about ten questions or so. So the first one. Uh- Real quick, special shout out to those folks who commented on Flynn's uh, status. Bet you didn't know that you were submitting for listener questions because you didn't for us normally. Also, but, shout hey. out to Flynn's class who view me as the most inspirational that was speaker another, they've ever okay. had. Okay, that's not one. That was a different class. I'm teaching two <laughs> classes this fall. And uh, you came and were a guest speaker in my uh, my. Uh, introduction to communication class which sidebar um one of the students came into class on monday and he goes i think i found what your podcast is called and i was like oh (laughs) god oh really and he goes yeah it's called the bourbon and brothers and i go i plead the fifth like i I was like i don't I, i don't know anything about that so uh that's fun that 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 student found that um, but yeah, another student said that 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 Kevin's speech quote blew his mind. So Kevin really <laughs> connects with the college oh youths God. of America. Um, Kevin, how much do you pay him <laughs> or her? How much do you pay that person? Oh, oh, update, update. Oh, um, thanks, man. You're an integral part of my life too. Thanks for reaching out to tell me that. It's so good to hear. And I'm writing back. You f- stick. <laughs> I needed you. Twice baked potatoes are the best potatoes of all time. So because you so, weren't here. Okay, okay. Is he going through something? <laughs> that was a very hard. That's how he talks response. to me. Oh, is it? No, that's okay. how we always talk. That's good. That's good. Um, okay, so let's get into listener questions. Um, so the first question. Um, this is going to be, I think, vastly different answered between at least the two of you. Is the 40-hour work week still valid? (laughs) As Jacob eats his stew. (laughs) 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, yeah. Um, Is the 40-hour work week still valid? Valid? Valid or... or Necessary. Let's say necessary. Not for all professions, but I do think the majority of salaried individuals, so the individuals who, no matter how many, like their performance and what happens during the workday, if they can show up and because they were there, they get paid, they should have to be there 40 hours a week um, in order for them to be like, I was here, so I get paid. Um, that is a That is a, a thing. Now, people like Jacob who are like, I assign value to my time, um, so I will compose this crescendoing symphony experience for you, um, or I will play your event for $200 an hour because this is my time is worth because they don't have a salary um, attached to them, I think. That depending on the profession, like his, for example, I don't think 40-hour work weeks make sense. I would just also comment that it's a 37-and-a-half-hour work week because we're required to give people breaks for things like lunch, um, even though I'm strongly against it. Um, <laughs> but anyway. I uh, walk in at 8.31. I'm supposed to be there at 8.30. Kevin's just sitting in my chair saying, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
First of all, <laughs> you're definitely there at 8.31. And second of all, I definitely have said stuff about you being late. Yeah, those are two true statements. Here's another true statement. Yeah. Huffcamp said, over proper hash browns? That's a tough sell for me. Uh, so Huffcamp would have been there for me at, at number one. Uh, this is insane. I, w- I'm, I need my friend. So this question is uh, is probably different answered by the three of us because we both work more than one job and both work All more than 40 two. hours in a week on, on those multiple jobs. And so um, for us, it's different, you know, but for other people... I, I think it can vary. It, it like you said, it depends on the pro, the, the profession and the, the the industry. I if I will chime in though, <clears throat> I think the concept of the forty hour work week is fine and valid. I think the concept of the Monday to Friday nine to five, and I think we've seen it kind of during the pandemic start to shift a little bit. I think that can be still pending pending profession can be still, you can be just as efficient. And actually, I take that back. Pending profession, also pending personality type. Because I know some people who like are awful at the work work from home stuff. But like, I also know some people who, you know, have kind of thrived and been way more productive. So that's my thoughts. Yeah, for sure. That nine to five, you know, none of us are the type of person that, that, logs out at five o'clock and doesn't think about work until the next day. Yeah. Like Flynn's eight thirty one to four thirty six and Kevin yeah. is uh yeah. like seven AM to ten PM. That's uh, you're giving me a lot of credit. Um <laughs> seven AM. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely still in bed at seven AM trying to convince my toddler to watch TV so I can get five more minutes of sleep before I go into to the shower and start getting ready. Feel Flynn, that. what's the next question? What's the best utensil? The spork. Easy. The spork. Okay. Explain easy. <laughs> the spork. You can't... You, it it combines two some, things. It's clearly Have you ever tried great. to cut something with a spork? You can't yeah. do it. You can't cut something try with to a spork pick up, correctly. Try to pick up gnocchi with a knife. Okay. Effective. That's a really easy thing to, to do. Effectively. I, I just... I, I can cut stuff I with a disagree. Spork. Yeah. Also... Have you ever had those sporks okay. that have, like, the ridges that's also kind of a knife? That's not a spork. That's it's, a spife. No. It's, it's a spork knife. A spoon knife? It's a spork uh, uh, knife. Spikeife? No. There's already a K in knife, Flynn. <laughs> Do you know how to spell stuff? Fork and... Uh, it has to have... It has... So you're saying a spork, a, spork, a, a spoon a knife spork. is a spife. Spife. Sporf. Spife. But we have to have the fork part in there, too, so... Sp- yeah, because there's a difference between Bi-fork. a spork and a spife. Bifork. Hold on. There's no, got a... The a spoon knife is a spoof, and a spork knife is a spife. No, that's a spoon it's, knife. There's va- the vowels matter. Spoon knife is spife. Spoon knife. Spoon knife. It's the knockoff of Moon Knight. I feel like that's the next Marvel show following Moon Knight is Spoon Knife. Um, We don't need that. We don't need any more Moon Knight. It took him out of the intro credits because nobody needs this. Listen, I... Oh, my God. Your your absurd takes on Moon Knight aside, Spork is the right answer. It's it's the best answer. If they mass-produce Sporks like they did knives and spoons and forks, then 
it would be the best because you didn't need Wait a minute. multiple things. This is oh, this might turn into a useless in-depth analysis. A splayed is an eating utensil combining the functions of spoon, knife, and fork. It was invented by William MacArthur in the 1940s in Sydney, Australia. Why hasn't that caught on? I don't know. It years. looks awesome. So my answer for the record is knife Splayed. because um, you can do everything with a knife. Because you um, want to stab people all the time. I do want to stab people all the time. I choose not to. But you can you can get a hearty steak. You can flip the steak with the knife. You can trim the steak with the knife. You can um, cut the steak with the knife. You can stab the piece of steak and then put it in your mouth with the knife. I think that that knife is the right answer because without all the other all the other utensils are not what their best potential is without the knife. Oh, Kevin, there is a spife, but it know, Wikipedia a defines a spife as a spoon knife. No, that's a spoof. Nope. A sporf is a utensil consisting of a spoon on one end, a fork on the other, and the edge Pretty times not that everything are you read on the internet is true, and not everything you read on the internet that is true is correct, and how well, things should be. So let me just make it really clear. Knife is the best utensil. Move on. Next question. Next By the question. Way, real quick, this Calumet, I let it open up with some ice. Very, even like more flavorful. This is. I'm really good. so, so upset that you put ice in a 15 year old bourbon, but do what you need to do with your. No, it was just it. No, no, no. It was just like the last bit of it. I just dropped a cube in it just to see what it did. Sometimes a, one little ice piece helps. I, I put one ice it, cube in most bourbons that I drink. It just opened it up. Yeah, I wasn't like trying to water it. It's their flavor. It's way too old for that. Now, if he, if he added Sprite to it, then we would be upset. But one ice oh cube, God. not bad. Um, it's too old for What that. words do you find impossible to spell correctly? Oh, this is not a good question for me because I spell everything correctly. As we found um, out from previous I episodes of the podcast. I almost always misspell maintenance. Yep, that's hard. I almost always misspell receipt. Um, Easy. Restaurant. Restaurant, actually, I misspell restaurant a lot. So, restaurant, Wednesday, and a couple other ones are ones that I always say in my head as I'm writing them so that I spell them correctly. My phone knows that I don't know how to spell definitely, and it just changes whatever word that's close oh, to yeah. it to definitely. I have no idea how to spell definitely. Um, I used to not be able to spell spaghetti, and I had to like say out loud in my spa- my, my head, spaghetti. Yeah, that's a good one. I, Governors? Uh, you're wearing the GSA Governors shirt is right hard. now, but that's one that I... Gubernatorial. is one yeah. that I... Yeah. No, gubernatorial is simple. You spell it like it sounds. But, yeah, those, yeah. Are, some, those are some ones. Restaurant is the Gnocchi. one that gets me a lot. Nazi. No, Just learn easy. how to spell stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Challenge. Honestly, though, maintenance is the one where I'm just like, M-A-I-N... <laughs> And I wait for it to highlight red, and then I just click. Sometimes the red is underline is like, I don't even know what you're trying to say. So, Is it M-A-I-T-E-N-A-N-T? Yeah, yeah it's definitely that. Whatever you just said, sure. Type that <laughs> it's in. Close, wait that's for close it enough red. that Word documents click like, it, yep, I know what you're go, talking yep, about. Yep, that's fine. It's maintenance. What shape is the earth? Brown. <laughs> no, that's not it. Next that's question. <laughs> Thank you for quoting the best YouTube video of all time. Uh, <laughs> nice and round. Here's the earth round. 
But I'm a little tired. But seriously, what what shape is is the Earth? Round. Yeah, definitely round. It's a sphere. What did you think? It's what did not, you think though. somebody like, one of like us is going to be a flat it's, earther? Yeah, no, I'm not a flat earther, but like it has a lot of it has mountains and and elevation changes. There's divots and stuff like that. This okay. is a terrible question. Cool. Move on. Okay. So Don't it's not a perfect it. sphere, but it is definitely round spherical. in shape. Round-ish. It's definitely spherical. Roundish. It's not like it's a dodecahedron. Great word. Spell it. <laughs> dodecahedron. D o d e c dodeca a no two c's h e no it's not two c's it's one c two c's you want to bet yep what do you bet shot him a lord shot him a lord I don't actually care <laughs> go 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 to the punishment grid on this no <laughs> no because I took the only punishment that I was actually willing to do okay. and, and that sucked cool so. <laughs> I'm avoiding that punishment grid for Because I have a it in while. front of me right now. I can spell it right now. Dodecahedron? No, it's not two C's. It's one C. I've got to spell the rest of it right, or else it doesn't matter. All right, go D-O-D-E-C, ahead. D O D E C A H E D R O N. Dodecahedron. Jacob is correct. Well, yeah, that's obviously correct. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> Kevin, shot him a lord this weekend. I'll bring a whole bottle. Shot him a lord. It is. Uh, All right. Here's another question for you. Would you rather get punched as hard as you could by prime Mike Tyson or watch the whole series of friends from beginning to end without stopping? Oh, Jesus. Say that one more time slower. Would you rather get punched as hard as you could by prime Mike Tyson or watch the that. series of Friends from beginning to end without stopping. I I'd be fine watching Friends. I don't think it's good. I think it's overrated. I, I don't hate it. Um, but if I ever saw Mike Tyson, I would ask him to punch me as hard as he could. Because what a story <laughs> to live the rest of your life with. I got punched by Mike Tyson. Um, time out. You're, you're forgetting a crucial factor. If in his prime. you live. If you live. Okay. If. Great second second point. I have a tremendous life insurance policy for my wife and son. <laughs> and if have my you taken son, one out on me yet? <laughs> if my son... Yeah, absolutely. Three. If my son, for the rest of his life, was like, here's two things that are true about me. I'm a millionaire. And... My dad died getting punched by Mike Tyson because he walked up to Mike Tyson and said, bet you won't punch me as hard as you can. I'm really fine with what happens with Sam for the rest of his life. I feel like he's living a good life in that situation. I just heard his dad couldn't take a punch. He bit a dude's ear off, Kevin. He'll, like, (laughs) punch through your face. I've got this face, and faces heal. But That's memories fair. don't you have fade. This face, yes. Legends never die, kid. Legends never, <laughs> Legends die. never die. Heroes get remembered. Legends never die. All right, That's got from two a more. Movie, Flynn. I don't. <laughs> Flynn, Flynn doesn't know what that means. Uh, Legends never die. Uh, You're is the worst it, person. It. Goodfellas. It, it's a no. It's it is a movie that me and Kevin are going to sit down and watch with Sam and Declan. Fast and because, furious. Because. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. Same you thing. Run like um, 
Same thing. All right, so I have two more questions for you. If you could go back in time and film something from your life, what would that be? Like third party, like filming from the like... Like if you could just have a recording of something that's happened in your life, what would that be? Recently, our fantasy football league went to a draft weekend. Okay, I know what you're talking about. This is absurd, and... uh, an absurd <laughs> choice here. Good God. <laughs> Beer and die Flynn, cannot be the highlight of your life. Me <laughs> and Hovecamp were playing against Flynn and Colin in a game of Beer Die. And we were doing bad. Um, we had lost the first game. It was probably my fault. I was not on my game. And I went upstairs and got right. And I came back down. We played another game. And... The game was going very well for Huffcamp and I, but we, it was close. It was a close game. But in this moment, I looked at Huffcamp, and I basically I basically namethed, right? I called my shot. I looked at him and said, when I win this game for us on this final throw, and I, again, I had been bad. When I win the game for us on this final throw, we're going to celebrate this way, not this other way. And he was like, we're going to arm bar instead of chest bump. He was like, Okay, that's really cocky, but can you just throw? And I basically did the coolest thing I've ever done, which is do a no-look, throw it as high as I can, and just slow motion watch the dice ricochet off the edge of the table to where Flynn couldn't even try to catch it, armbarred Huffcamp, and walked away victorious. And yes, I loved getting married. That was filmed. And yes, I loved... (laughs) the moment my son was born and I, and that was wonderful. And there's a bunch of other highlights in my life. Some PG, some PG 13 or above that are all things I'd like to go back and watch again. But, but the thing that came to mind most recently is I would show that to my children's children and say, look at your father, look at this game of beer die where he just said, I'm sorry. Are we about to win right now? And then just won. And it was the most glorious sports games event of my life. So that. Sports games event. Super athletic. That. Beer Jacob, Recently. Would you like a, a part of your life to be recorded? You know, I was trying to think about that. <clears throat> and I don't. I don't. Was it the know. time that you walked through Newport, Kentucky while your friends yelled shame at you? And poured Diet Coke all over you? No, but I did. Because you lost your fantasy football league for I, trading I, Antonio Brown when he was good and a sane human being? Yep, yep. I did recently recount that story, though, to uh, some of my family this weekend, so that was cool. Um, I think for me, though, there was a moment uh, when friend of the pod but doesn't listen, I don't think, Colin, or at least doesn't listen anymore, Colin... And I, uh, when we lived together in um, college, there was this uh, this moment. Well, there are several moments of crazy shenanigans that happened, but one of them in particular was uh, <laughs> we were throwing around a jar of peanut butter, or I'm sorry, throwing around a two liter for some reason. Is this when I threw, threw the two liter? No, I I threw this. You threw it. I was the That's one that threw you the threw two liter. It. Yeah. Yes. Who slapped who with the burrito? <laughs> Uh, Hope Camp slapped me with the burrito. Got it. Uh, Colin flamethrower, 
Or no, no, I'm sorry, I'm flame, also the one that flamethrowered Colin. I took a bottle of axe and a lighter and opened the door <laughs> and, and 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 shot flames at Colin's face because I'm reckless, yeah. a drunk. And then Hovecamp was the one who opened a jar of peanut butter next to a friend who our was friend that was super butter. allergic to peanuts and was passed out on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But the moment when Flynn threw the two liter, the bottle of two liter at Colin and I, and we like ducked. And then next thing we know, we all come up and we're like, where did it go? And it had gone through the blinds of the window, through the blinds, out the apparently open window, out a third story window and down onto the ground. What I would love filmed is not necessarily that moment. I remember that. But the point of view from outside just seeing a two liter just get chucked out. <laughs> just a random middle. person walking down. It's like that's a two liter coming out of that window. <laughs> you know, speaking of Hove Camp, I'm I'm reminded of a time when I lived in Nashville and I was very stressed out. There was a lot happening at work. So I came up to uh, Northern Kentucky, what I called for what I called a weekend sabbatical. And I was just trying to get out of Nashville and back here to, you know, let loose with Hove Camp and hang out. And we went to the bars on a random night, and we got a ride home. And when we got out of the cab, it was it was winter time, and it was at that like house you guys all stayed in together um, in Newport. Dayton. And he yep. he gets out of the car, and there was a, someone had made a snowman in the front yard. This is the night before I met Cat for the first and also fifth time. Ah, um, yes, yes, yes. And he gets out of the car, and he goes and just like tackles and starts punching the <laughs> snowman and i go inside because i've had too much to drink and i'm ready to go to sleep and <laughs> seconds later he comes in carrying just a boulder and <laughs> he goes i got this for you and you know Huffcamp's a strong dude and, and this boulder is probably a foot tall and a foot wide. I mean, this thing was huge. And he's carrying it into the house. And he goes, I got this for you, dude. I love you. And went to sleep on the couch. And the next day I woke up and I was like, there's this massive boulder next to me on the couch in the living room. And um, I started setting things on it. And it became the perfect place to put drinks and cell phones and stuff when you went to sleep on your buddy's couch. Um and then this woman walked in who I'd never seen before, and she started making Huff Camp chili. And I said, uh, hey, I'm Kevin. And she goes, uh-huh. And um, I said, are you making chili? She said, yeah. I said, that's so nice of you. And I looked over at Huff Camp and gave him this wink like, dude, this attractive female is here just making chili for you. She was not with us yesterday. I don't know how you know her, but great job. And um, and then I walked up and introduced myself to her again uh, later, and she was like, "We've met so many times before," and that's that was the first and also fifth time I met uh, the future cat pretty. Uh, but that was a moment that we've retold so many times that I would I would love to have actual video footage of that and just the glee on his face. For the boulder he presented me. <laughs> I, I did not know about the boulder. That's an interesting Man, detail of the story I did not know. We all have Hove Camp ridiculous stories that it's like, okay, we were drinking, but then 
but then ridiculous things happened. And why? Hove camp. Hove camp. One time. Yeah. One time, I was just playing video games in our dorm room, and he walks in. Is this when 12. he smacked me in the face with the? No, with this the is a cleaner? different Hove camp story. <laughs> so I have I have more Hove oh, camp stories okay. that I can tell. He's not here to defend himself. So oh, yeah, I'm playing video games. I'm playing video games like by myself. He walks in drunk and he just looks at me and he pulls his pants down, revealing his manhood and stamp steps right in front of me. Like eyeline between it's me, <laughs> me, Hove camp pantless. I'm sitting, he's standing. And then the TV, like he's right in front of the TV. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He goes, you know how to end this. And I was like, I, <laughs> I don't actually know how to end this. He goes, say I win. And I was like, fine, you win. And he pulls his pants up and goes to bed. And I was like, that was the most random thing that's ever happened to me in my life. But I can't believe you lost. I, I, yep, I lost. I was down to lose in that situation. It's terrible. It's <laughs> yep. terrible. Yep, I think we all lost. So I think I think that's that's no, all we over. have. Oh, we oh should gosh, not keep telling Hope Camp stories um, because the podcast will have a different rating at the end of the Hope Camp stories. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we should, yeah, we should just end the podcast. It's dangerously close to that. I almost said that I wish I had a recording of that time that I that I uh, um, uh, desecrated a, a restaurant bathroom um, when I mm. was in middle school just to see the reactions. Great of story, people. but um, but yeah. Great. All right. Well, uh, was there another question? Is that no more questions? Nope, that's it. No more questions. Okay. Um, did Hovecamp ever get back to you? Is he going to come on and close this thing out for us? He wrote me to say, um, Flynn has no moral compass. His reign of terror is as large as that of the Jacob Pretty's head. And I am his favorite person in the universe, and he doesn't love you two at all. I don't think um, that he so texted him back. Here's what I'm going to say to that is, Kevin, I applaud you for your improvisational skills in coming up with that. But also, that was very on point with I could see Hove Camp saying some of those things. Uh, but anyways... The listeners asked for none of this. We gave this all to him anyways. We gave him a lot of Hove Camp, even though he wasn't here. Um, and we ranked some delicious potatoes. And the and next also time, twice uh, baked potatoes. yeah, the next time we record, I, I guess one. I will have been bachelored, whatever that is. And uh, yeah, so have bup, a drink. Bup, bup, bup. Oh, if you're in Savannah this weekend, come find us. Kevin says oh drinks on this him. Is gonna, this is going to be released in like September. Uh huh. No, it is September. It is September. It's gonna be like this is like our Halloween episode. Like this is. It is September. When did it become September? I'm done. Good night. Good. Literally almost October as well. It's September 20th. Goodbye.